questions we've talked about this Good Friday is how are we supposed to feel on Good Friday? We call it Good Friday, but there's a part of us, maybe you're like me, that feels like this is a sad day. Maybe I'm supposed to feel sympathy for Jesus. Maybe I'm supposed to identify with what He's going through. Somebody told me this week of a, a church where they were saying, Jesus, look at all the... He's suffering for all the things that you've done wrong this year from. From the things that you've thought of and the gossip that you've done to the recycling that you didn't do. And so we're supposed to feel guilty and sympathy maybe. Or that, that guilt that somebody else wants to put on. Maybe it's not from somebody else. Maybe it's just the guilt we, we feel about our own sin. But we go, but it's Good Friday and we know that's not the end. So how should we actually celebrate Good Friday? This year we've been walking through the book of Matthew. Which is leading us up to Good Friday and then leading to Easter. But today I want to just I want to briefly look at how Matthew treats Good Friday and what we learn from that. We've been listening to the reading from Matthew chapter 27. And the story in Matthew is really straightforward. The story in Matthew is just, here are the facts. This happens, and this happens, and this happens, and this happens. Leaving us with this view that Jesus is alone. That everybody is heaping abuse and shame on Jesus. From the religious leaders to the thieves on the cross next to Him, to the Roman soldiers that are in front of Him. Jesus dies shamed, alone, and then suffocates on the cross. We find effects like the curtain is torn in two and the, the earthquake shakes the ground and dead are raised to life. And then we find this scene with hints at something to come next because Joseph of Arimathea has Jesus buried in his tomb. and So we have specific names of Joseph and the two Marys that know where Jesus is buried. And then Jesus' enemies say, hey, He promised He would come back. And so they make the tomb as secure as they know how. And what I want to show you from Matthew's account, when we go, how am I supposed to react to Good Friday? We're supposed to rest. Matthew is inviting us to rest easy. Not heaping guilt. Not calling for us to be sympathetic, but to rest. I want to show you two reasons. Good Friday means that we can rest easy. First, we find we can rest easy because Jesus' death means that our sins no longer stand between us and God. You see, in these verses that we've listened to from Matthew 27, there is no interpretation of it. It's just, this is what happens. But in the previous chapter, what we talked about a few weeks ago, at, during the Last Supper, Jesus told His disciples, this cup is My blood of the New Covenant, which is poured out for the forgiveness of sins. In Matthew, the clearest explanation of what Jesus' death means is that His death is Him being poured out so that you and I can be forgiven. That is the interpretation in the book of Matthew. This covenant idea is a relationship between God and man where God is promising by him, His very self, I will do good to you. And the one thing that stands in the way of a covenant like that is our sins. And Jesus says there in Matthew chapter 26 that He is being poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins so that you and I can be forgiven of our sins. And so 
Good Friday means that we can rest easy because our sins no longer stand between God's blessing and us. Our sins don't stand between God's God's, and us having a relationship with Him. Good Friday means that you are actually forgiven and restored into a relationship with God. And so rather than Good Friday just heaping on more guilt and more shame and calling for you to, to feel bad, Good Friday is the day that's supposed to say, your sins don't stand between you and God anymore. Not this year, not next year. There is nothing that is going to happen for those that are in Christ Jesus that will stand in between them and God. Chapter 59, verse 2 says, But your iniquities have separated you from your God. Your sins have hidden His face from you so that He will not hear. And Good Friday means that that's not true of us if we are in Christ. Instead of our sins standing between us and God so that God can't hear us, instead, Jesus died in our place so that God can hear us and that nothing separates us from Him. And so Good Friday is a call to look at Christ and see your sins are forgiven and rest. The second reason that Good Friday means that we can rest easy is we can rest easy because Jesus' tomb means that nobody can stop the resurrected Jesus. You see, what's so interesting to me about this account, and I've been thinking about it for several weeks now, is that the day after the preparation, the chief priests and the Pharisees went and talked to the Roman governor. And they made their preparations and the Roman governor said, "Do the make it as secure as you can make it. And so they used seals and they used soldiers and they did everything that they knew how to keep Jesus down, to keep Jesus back, and to stop the story in that moment. Good Friday is the efforts of the, the Roman leaders the chief priests, the Pharisees, the Roman soldiers, the crowds, everybody tries their very best to stop Jesus. And Good Friday means that nobody can stop the resurrected Jesus. That means that no one and nothing can stop the resurrected Jesus in us. Sometimes life can beat us down and make us think, I am hitting a brick wall over and over and over. I'm not going to get through this. I'm not sure where, what is going to happen here. But Good Friday is good news for you and I. We can rest easy because nobody can stop the resurrected Jesus. 1 John 4.4 4 says, Greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life that I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved for me. And so, Good Friday, yes, there is guilt, and yes, there is this aspect of sympathy, but it also means we can rest because nobody is going to stop the resurrected Lord that is in us. And so the thing that He has called you to, those roadblocks that you see in your life, and you go, God, is this the end? Good Friday tells you, great it is in you, than he that is in the world. And so maybe you go, how can I know for sure? How can I know for sure that I can rest easy? Joe, how can I know that my sins don't stand between me and God? How can I know that nobody can stop the resurrected Jesus? How can I know he lives in me? The Bible says that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, that it is our sins that separate us from God, but instead of leaving us there, here on Good Friday, we see not just a picture of, but the actual reality of God bearing our sins on Himself. 
so that all who repent of sin and trust in Christ can rest easy. More than Good Friday being a time to heap on more guilt, Good Friday is a time to point you and to point me to to the cross and to point us to Jesus and say, look what He has done and He has accomplished and know that He is not done and that nobody can oppose and stop Him. So then begin to imagine what that looks like. What does that look like for that to become a reality in your life and in your family? Those areas of your life that you feel like they still have to stand between me and God because I know that they are wrong. The Bible says if you're in Christ, those do not separate you from your God. So then you become free from those things instead of running from those things, trying to do better, trying to do more. Imagine the difference that it makes instead of going, God, is this the end? We go, Nobody can stop what the resurrected Jesus is going to do in me. Not this diagnosis, not this job, not this situation, not this relationship, not this fear, not this anxiety. Nothing can stop what He's going to do. Now, here on Good Friday, we're going to take a moment to celebrate the Lord's Supper, which is really celebrating the reality that Jesus lived and died, and was resurrected for us here at Belgium Community Church. We ask that only those that have repented of sin and trusted in Christ alone to save them come and celebrate the cup with us. So, if you're a parent and you feel like your children have trusted in Christ, feel free to come and take the, to take the cup and take the cracker with them. If you have questions, come and grab me. This is a great time and a great day to talk about what it means to know for sure that you are in Christ. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that we can gather. We thank you that Good Friday means we can rest easy. In Jesus' name, amen.